Um, she's this episode is quite special because we have a very awesome guest coming all the way from Canada. She's a parenting support coach with 30 years of experience. She will share some very important hacks or tips that could help mom she's out there to set up their mind into being an entrepreneur while building a positive approach towards motherhood. This topic is quite interesting for me personally, because I just launched my first book, which is Go Mom She, available now on Amazon, by the way. And I'm also first time mom with only 14 months experience. So I'm very interested to hear some thoughts from someone who has been in business for so long, not only as an entrepreneur, but also being a mom. Without further ado, let me introduce to you our special guest, we call her Auntie Karina. Hi! Hi, <laughs> So nice to meet you all. Yay! Yay! So actually, mom, she is, um, is an endearment here in the Philippines to call oh, mom. I yeah. Oh, I love that. And congratulations on your book launch. I have been diving into it, and it's a tough book to put down. It's a great read. Uh, really wow you. i was really <laughs> impressed because it was like read a lot of books and you did a great job i love what you've done with it wow thank you so much for the positive feedback i really need it and really appreciate it <laughs> yeah. and as you get to know me you'll know i'm very honest mm -mm. and i'm not going to say something that isn't true so there you go thank you so much so how are you today I am great. It's been an amazing day because over here in uh, near Vancouver, Canada, we're starting to end our day and starting to wind up to our evening. So mm -hmm. it's kind of neat to be able to talk completely across the, the globe. And here we are. So it's a great day being able to meet you. Yeah, for all our viewers or listeners, especially coming from the Philippines, it's actually uh, 7 p.m., at, in Canada right now, now that we're talking, having this conversation, but, <laughs> <laughs> but look at her. She, she looks so fresh and she looks, you know, her energy is over, over overflowing. So mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about, like what I've said earlier, um, being an entrepreneur while being a mom. And maybe let's, you know, start off with the struggles of a mom when starting a business. And Karina, I know you've uh, talked to a lot of moms out there and maybe they shared with you the struggles that they've mm -hmm. encountered whether they're going to go for a business or how they're going to start a business so would you like to share with us some I will share that? with you I think what the first thing you need to know is it is going to be easier than you think and more challenging than you hope mm -mm. saying that is that it's Oh, fabulous idea. I love that you have that spirit that you want to do more for yourself, for your children, to help them to grow, to give them the things that maybe you couldn't or you really want to. Mm -hmm. And it does take preparation. It takes time. It takes thinking, adjusting. And that doesn't just go with your business plan, but it also goes with how you're receiving your children, how you're going to interact with your children, they're actually really closely tied together, which I can explain to you because it doesn't always make sense right away. So 
when you are setting things up and you're getting your business ready and you're, you're thinking, okay, I want to get my clients. How am I going to onboard my clients you know, really professionally? Because that's something that we think about. We think about, you know, are we going to do a voice messaging? Are we going to DM? What are we going to say? How are we going to attract them in our copy? So what we do is we kind of set out what we are going to offer. We're going to set out what our expectations are or what we are going to provide. Right. So we, tell them what sort of behaviors they can expect from us. I'm going to call it behavior. So we can do this and this and this, this and this and this. And when they come to you, you're able to say, all right, are you prepared to do this, this and this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. And then you know that my hours are this time to this time because setting boundaries, very important, very. You get that down soon, you're going to be so much more successful. So I talk about it like that. You're going to be communicating clearly and you're going to let them know that if they fail to honor their part of the contract, you know, there's a consequence to that. And if they basically do what they're told, like our kids would say sometimes, don't you know, that, uh, you know, things will go great. So it all comes down to these three points. It's setting a behavior or identifying a behavior, so what you want or don't want from your kids or clients, Mm -hmm. communicating it really, really clearly, either to your clients or to your children, and then having a follow-through that is really logical or natural. A logical consequence would be your, your client is consistently late to the Zooms or neglects to show up. The consequence, the logical one will be that you set up is that can't work with me anymore. With your child, it could be they don't want to eat. The natural consequence would be they're hungry. So when we blend these three things together, we are able to start constructing our business in a way that sets us up better for success than if we don't. So I feel that's really important for moms to understand. And when you're bringing your kids in, there is going to be a strong learning curve for both you children and the people around you and that's okay it's all part of it kind of what makes it fun yeah that's true I I totally agree that you really have to set your expectations first and then you go through with it and I like the third part which is follow through because as we all know when we become a mom we plan things we schedule things but sometimes it doesn't happen so during that follow through you can actually adjust whether um to, to, uh, to how to call that, to attend on your kids' needs and your clients' needs. So that's a very good point. And thank it you is. for sharing that. Yeah, I really love that follow through because it's, I always do that. And I think that's the term that I'm looking for, follow through. <laughs> it's because it always happens. Sometimes this week it works and the next week it changes. So that's where our... Yeah, our flexibility and having the tools to pre- to be pre-early, like before prepared. So having a toolbox of tools allows you to go, oh, that didn't work, no problem. I got this one or I got that one. And you can just pull them so that you aren't feeling derailed from your focus or what needs to happen. So that if your child is suddenly sick, no big deal. You send out that email, you can get the rescheduler, you can get your VA to contact people. And if, you know, it it just goes the same way. If your kids, let's say suddenly you get a really unexpected call that is really important. You can say to your kids, hey, I know we promised this. So this is what's happened. And this is how I need to, how we can work together so we can just do this, but it'll be a little bit later. 
-hmm. So you're bringing your children on board with you. You're bringing your, your clients on board. So you're all on playing on the same team. That's right. Yeah, it's very important to communicate and to set all your plans in front of your kids, because whether they understand it or not, at least you communicate, you know, and we don't know. Kids are very smart, smarter than we know. My Ooh. baby is only 14 <laughs> months old. And I, when I talk to him, you know, he's, he looks like a baby. He walks like a baby. He, you know, acts like a baby. But in here... I'm just surprised every time I say I communicate to him, like I talk to him like an adult, like he actually responded the way we also respond. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. So yeah. We as mothers and society continuously underestimate the intelligence, the awareness and the capabilities of our children. That's do it true. all the time. <laughs> Listen, they're masters, masters of <laughs> language. They were born to do it. So if you're trying to hide something or you're not, you're feeling upset, they're going to smell it in a heartbeat. So you know, they're really smart. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I also like the idea when you say that you should have like plan A, plan B, plan C. So when it, when, when your plan doesn't go uh, to real thing, then you have this plan ready to go for it. So, so you're not, you're, you're a plan for your kids won't be affected entirely. So I'm, I'm just going to ask this. So do you plan this um, alternative plans ahead of time or do you plan it based on your experience during the follow through? Good job. When I first started, I had to stop and think about it because parenting is a skill. Running your business is a skill. You get better over time, the more you learn. So when I first started, it would throw me. It would be like, uh, 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 and I kind of freeze and I wasn't sure what to do. I totally release. Yeah, <laughs> but most of it for me, be having what I affectionately call planner neuroses, meaning I don't have just plan A, B, and C. I have the entire alphabet at my fingertips. <laughs> That's just how my brain works. Because so, otherwise I am stressing and stressing is bad for mama. So I, I do. And now based on my experience, you can, as the kids like to say, Auntie Karina, you're bomb proof. Yes. So you can throw anything at me, anytime, any change. And I learned how to be super efficient with that when I was running my daycare for 15 years. When you got seven kids and all of a sudden something changes or you have five of them at home and they're napping and all of a sudden you need to go pick one up from school because they're ill, things like that. You have to be able to shift on a dime. So visualization is a really helpful thing to do. I actually uh, am able to kind of see it in my head and I'm able to like puzzle piece things back together and switch them around in my head. Some people do it on paper. Some people just get it some people need to talk it out it's just different ways our brains work so find what works best for you what is your your easiest way to access that planner or that puzzle piece maker and that's where you go and it works identical for your business mm -hmm. because you're going to have uh, clients showing up, they need to see you 10 minutes early, they need an unexpected emergency call, you've got an email coming in that all of a sudden has to be attended to, so you need to teach yourself how to become adept at this. It's a, it's a critical skill that will serve you in all walks of your life. Yeah, 
That's true. So it's really connected with scheduling as well, right, Auntie Karina? Because, um, yeah, and also in my book, I've written about scheduling and priorities. I mean, a part of scheduling is knowing your priority because it's very important. Like what you've said, when there's an email that has to be attended or maybe you receive like 100 emails, but not all of them has to be attended to right right away. So you need to know what is your priority and what has to be done first. So when it comes to business and kids, a lot of moms out there are like saying, well, this is like a common problem for newer moms. They're, they're always confused whether to go for business or go for a career or career development or stay at home. They're like, which is my priority, you know, make a living or make a life. So what do you say about that? You can't have both. You can make a living to have the life you want. And it's okay to want to make that living, to create that life, that it's okay to be a driven, ambitious woman who is also a loving and nurturing mother. What? Think about this. What an amazing model you're providing for your children. Unbelievable. So yes, the key to it, the, the, the real nuts and bolts of it is that you have some sort of schedule that has flexibility in it. And what that does is it allows you to know, okay, I know for sure at nap time, or I know for sure from 10 to 11, that they're always doing such and such, or they're in preschool with their nanny at this time to this time. So you know what times you're pretty much guaranteed uninterrupted work times. So you can use that as your majorly productive times for your business. You can also, with your children, you're going to set out a schedule because children adore schedules like routines. They live for knowing what's next. It was the funniest thing that with my daycare kids, they come in the door and they would start with breakfast time, and then <laughs> clean up, then daytime, time, lunch time. They knew what it was at three and four years old and they go after lunch time, they got about 20 minutes of this nap time, nobody argued. Having them have that was just life for them. And the reason is they felt secure knowing what was pretty much gonna happen next. You'll find your business that gets out of control, your children get out of control when you have no rhyme or reason. And think about yourself. Think about those days, let's say you, when COVID first hit, we were really all kind of, oh, I don't have to get up. I don't have to go to work. I can just kind of lazed around in our pajamas. We didn't feel good. We don't feel like ourselves. We don't feel productive. We don't feel energetic. We don't feel happy in the way we normally do. It's just kind of moping around and waiting for time to pass. That affects our children. I mean, it logically affects our business because we're not doing much. So, you know, getting up, getting dressed, putting on your makeup, doing your hair every single day is a must. Mm -mm. Self-care I pretend I'm must. going to work. You know, I've been home for the last year and a half. I get dressed, you know, I do my workout, I, I do my hair, get, get my makeup on, and I'm ready. And then I sit down from nine till or 10 till uh, one. That's my work time. So even my own family knows that. Our two cats even know what the routine is. <laughs> So when you do this for the kids, they get such security. 
they are able to, they won't act up as much. They won't be arguing with each mm-hmm. other or feeling your energy yeah. or getting into mischief because you're just really not plugged in. You're really not in tune with them because you're just, we all do it. It's just being aware of it mm-hmm. so that we can do what we can to mitigate that. Yeah, that's true. So um, scheduling is really important to set the expectations for kids. I totally relate when it comes to routine because I have a 14 months old baby, you know, and I always set a schedule for him, not only for for his benefit, actually, it's also for my benefits because absolutely. Yeah, I I know (laughs) where to, you know, do my work and I know where to when to play with him and I know when to for him to have enough rest because when he's overdo his um day nap he's very cranky and it gets he gets more fuzzier so i felt like routine is a must from from i think from newborn up until i don't know maybe until when he's with me until 18 years old (laughs) my children are grown and gone they are 29 and 30 now and i'm going to tell you up till the day they left their house there was uh, some form of routine now routine doesn't mean rigid doesn't mean yeah uh, from 8 17 to 8 32 and 30 seconds We just know that when we get up, we have certain things that we do. We do our high five. We get ourselves ready. High five is one of my signature oh. that I teach parents so they don't have to nag their kids. Have you done this? Have you done that? It's magic. So I'll offer that to your clients. That's um, so cute. Yeah. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they know like what's going to happen next. And they're going to be able to flow into their day more seamlessly. The same thing with your clients. They're going to know you're available to for your calls from this time to this time, on this day and this day. They know they can access you via text or message, whatever you do from this time to this time. And that if you aren't answering is because this time is, is you're blocked. You are blocked. You have other appointments if you don't feel like, feel comfortable saying, no, that's my family time, which mm-hmm. most mompreneurs do. No, that's my family time. That's my home time. Awesome. If you were out working day to day, you'd have your lunch break. Nobody bugs you. You have your coffee breaks and you end your day. Why can't we do the same thing? It's ridiculous. You know, that's a good thing about being an entrepreneur. It's because you have your own time and you can schedule your own time. So do you have any, like maybe a thoughts for for those who want to have like a career or career development when when they're employed, while taking taking uh, care of their kids you know it's actually um i think um very uh, difficult for them to to schedule the time for you know to um to develop themselves while uh building a positive um approach on motherhood do you have any you know thoughts about i do it? i do that is really I've, i don't hear it as much just because people are home right now But I find it's mom guilt, like they feel guilty. How can I take even more time away from my children? I feel so selfish. How could I possibly, I'm not being there for them. I'm a terrible mother, you know, and we kind of talk this negative talk to ourselves. and I want you to flip it around. Why wouldn't I do this? Why wouldn't I do this? Because for a short term, my family is going to make a sacrifice that I'm going to, laid out for them set what's going to happen so that for short term i'm going to do this so that we have a better benefit later Mm -hmm. and within that 
the times I'm going to clearly set up times that I will close my books, turn my phone off, even if it's just for 15 or 20 minutes that you are 100% plugged into them. When your children look back, and I can speak from my own experience, your kids will remember the things they did with you. They're not really going to remember the feelings you have of, oh, I was constantly working, it was never there. What they're going to remember are helping you set the table while they're talking. They're going to remember pushing the laundry basket around, making truck noises because they were making deliveries. They're going to remember going for that walk around the block or that you know, candlelight bubble bath that you made for them. That's what they're going to remember. And in the end, you making that sacrifice with your family absolutely is going to benefit them. Mm -hmm. So you see, when we take a thought process that feels really down on ourselves and negative and, and, oh, and kind of sabotages ourselves, when we turn it around called reframing, when we reframe it into something positive, we realize there is absolutely no reason why I shouldn't do this. This is doing nothing but the benefit of not only myself, but the whole plenty, family, yeah, but the whole family and the people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sh you shouldn't have to pick one or the other. I don't agree with that. It's not healthy. Moms need time to be women, to be individuals, to not be spouses, to not be mommies, to not be aunties. They need to be themselves. And if that's one of the ways they choose to do it, you've got my 110% support. That's true. I, it's amazing how I hear it from you. It's because um, a lot of moms out there when they're, they're working, there's so many mom guilt they're feeling. I also wrote it in this book because I experienced it myself because when I started this and it's during pandemic and I was like, um, you know, I'm only 26 years old and I'm in the middle of my career and I'm in the middle of my career growth, you know, and well, I plan to build a family because my husband is already 40 years old. So we, we want, you know, we, we plan this to start a family, even though I'm in the middle of my career. Well, he already made it himself, but I'm all the way up there. You know, I'm on the way there. So, you know, it's, it's a struggle for me to stay at home or, um, I mean, it, it's, it's been a struggle for me to pursue my career or stay at home and focus on my kid. But it's during a uh, pandemic. So we're locked down. We can't, we're not allowed to go to work or we're not allowed to even start a business at all. I mean, it's restricted. So mm -hmm. it's all online. So I'm like, okay. So it's actually my opportunity to focus on my kid. And I really love it. You know, I really love it to the point that I was like, oh, I'm just going to stay at home and then take care of my kids. You know, I love no. doing it. Yeah. And they're hooked. And that's fantastic too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it's uh, enjoyable. It's pleasurable. It gives me a full different satisfaction, you know? And then after a while, when it's like almost a year old, my son is almost a year old. And then this opportunity comes for me to write a book. And I was like, and I love journaling even before, um, how to, being pregnant, I already writing blogs and, you know, starting vlogs, even video. So recording videos and I love sharing my experiences, my life experiences, especially if it, you know, personally affect me. And this time it's all about motherhood. And I was like, oh, okay. So this actually doesn't, it gives me a freedom to create a schedule for myself and for my baby. That's why I had a time to write the book for like, mm -hmm. you know, 
couple of months and I was like okay I'll just take my time doing this while taking care of the baby <laughs> since it's locked down you know I was like since I also I'm also a restless person you know I love to do something else other than you know staying at home because you know I've been a flight attendant I've been a customer service I traveled around the world so I was like I can't really stay at home without doing nothing <laughs> I mean, imagine yourself, you're 26 years old self, and I think you're like full of energy and your like minds is full of, uh, you know, different ideas. And sometimes mm -hmm. you don't really know where the path where you're going. So I'm in that, um, that's like awesome. that I mean, career crisis. What I'm, that's what I'm going to say. It's, it's a career growth yeah. where you're really trying to find where you fit and how you can fit things that that suits you best, suit your family, because life keeps changing. You've had a major change with the having a baby, mm -hmm. which is so much fun, but what a shocker. Oh, nobody told me about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm <laughs> holding my baby and the light is streaming in and they're looking so perfect. No, they don't talk to you about <laughs> the, the baby burp up and the out the back of the shirt. <laughs> They, so, don't, yeah. they don't talk about you being stuck for a couple of hours, you know, feeding your baby, you know, yeah. looking at your baby, you know, guessing what he's trying to do, what he's feeling, you know, <laughs> that guessing game time. That's yeah. experience. It's, yeah. it's, it's never what you think it is until you're in it. And <laughs> that's what makes it really magical and really, really difficult. So a lot of women feel like you do. They've had these careers. Women, uh, at least in North America, from what I have generally gathered, are, are waiting to have their children a little bit later. They're waiting till their late 20s, their early 30s. They've had a, like 10 years of having their career. And to suddenly give that up can be very difficult because they lose their sense of identity. They lose their sense of self and they feel like they're drowning in becoming this person they don't know, this mom with this being that is absolutely dependent on you for every minute of every second of every day. And that is really challenging. And a lot, a lot of people don't understand that. So I get it. I completely <laughs> understand it. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there going oh yeah you get it uh -huh. you get it uh-huh <laughs> you know it's very uh fun at the same time you know fulfilling to hear other moms say that they get it you know you've been there that's why it's very important for us to talk about it you know because sometimes your experience is different from mine but the common ground is we experience the same stuff sometimes when it comes to taking care of your of our, of our baby yeah so now when it comes to you know identity crisis like what you said you know we're losing the identity when we became a mother our identity before we we had a baby so yeah. it also happened to me so there's also a lot of moms like in my age like I really don't know what I want to do in life even before I get pregnant and then when I became a mother that's there's a, some, uh, how to call that, a transformation that happened within me. That's when I realized what I wanted to do in my life that really works for myself and also for my family, which is writing, which yeah. is making a book, which being an entrepreneur. But it doesn't mean that everything is going to be so easy. It means that the challenge only started today or right now when I when I 
learned what I wanted to do with my life because all my schedule, all the things that I'm, I've been doing since my son uh, arrived in this world has been changed because I input this another, you know, milestone in my life that I have to, you know, readjust things in my world right now, you know, how can I be a, a better mom while being a successful entrepreneur, you know? I kind of explain it like, it's like you have pre-baby, post-baby, and it's like being suddenly plucked from earth and being dropped on a random planet and they go, figure it out. <laughs> By the way, try and keep this alive. <laughs> humor, like humor will save you every day yeah. and you are not alone it is remarkably common even for those that didn't have a career shifting from just you to this this completely different phase uh, and experience and time in your life is very pivotal for many women what I heard from you is saying it suddenly became very clear yeah. that you needed, you know what you needed to do. So what a gift. And when we allow ourselves the time and space to be open to, to hear, like you did, you were listening to your intuition, you were listening to your heart. When you were able to tap into that, that's super important because it works with your business because you'll get that feeling, oh, this doesn't feel right. Mm -mm. Or I'm getting a funny vibe off this, this. No, this client is a no, 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 no and you really tap into it. Now, when we have, a, as mothers, we have so much information out there that I have found it is drowning out that intuition you have, mm -hmm. where we have got so much advice, so many different ways, let them run free, have them on a rigid schedule, uh, you know, let them wave stuff over them. Like you just got everything. And that makes us doubt ourselves. Mm -hmm. That takes away that innate intuition, that innate feeling of knowing that feels right for me and my family. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do all day long. Mm -hmm. Because when we are able to dim that down, we're able to bring up that intuition, intuition. Yeah. where it's encouraged in business, mm -hmm. but it's almost feels like with all the socials that are out there, the Instagram pictures, the Pinterest mm -hmm almost like it's being blocked or squished yeah. Yeah. so I encourage you to ignore the rest mm -hmm. take the odd bit and piece it's why I, I teach the parents I do because I give them a skeleton so you get your basics you go back to basics if your business isn't working what do you do you go back to basics you start at the beginning you start looking what did I miss what did I not do right mm -hmm. what could I do better right Yes. Back and forth. It's the same thing with our children. We can stop, we can reset, we can look at how it's going, we can get support or professional help if we need it. Or, you know what, personally, if I had had the ability to have somebody come in and teach me these three things that I did, my life would have been way easier. That's true. Just saying. It's like if you get a coach for your business, mm -hmm. sure, you can figure it out, but boy, that's a long road. Don't take the easy way, don't reinvent the wheel. So you get this skeleton. Like when you work with a coach, they help you build this skeleton yeah. for your business and personalize it. Yeah. Parenting, and you build that out the way that you want for your family, for your children. And nobody else gets to say otherwise. That's true. Yeah. You know them right. You know what you want. 
You know how to do this. You are a strong, thoughtful, thinking, intelligent, loving, caring, connected woman. Yeah, Let's bring that into our mothering the same way we are bringing that to our business side, our entrepreneurial side. Mm-mm. It's a powerhouse combination. My goodness. Can you, do you feel the goosebumps? You could just yeah, rock yeah. that when you blend them, when you honor both sides. Actually, blend is the word here. It's so amazing how you can use your motherhood skills when it comes to business because it's really a similar similar thing, you know, if you come to think of it. If you see the bigger uh, picture of your business, how you handle um, people around you or how you handle people under you, for example, if you're like a CEO and you have like some workers under you, it's like um, uh, also having your children yeah, you have to set a schedule, you have to set expectation, you have to set you know, your some team. routines. Yeah. Your children are your team. team. Yeah, that's true. No, and it's like you're to work together. Yeah, yeah, to work together. That's true. It's like a teamwork. So whether you yeah. have you're an entrepreneur, you're leading some people, then you're building a team. So you create a certain routine, like you said earlier. So also, but one of the struggles that we have as a new mom is like when to start it's like for example me like what you said you you should not care about what people tell you you have to do you what works for you you have to go for it you have to follow your intuition like for me what happened to me when I started I was like um, having difficulty whether to stay to be a stay-at-home mom or to be a working mom because my mom who has helped me for the first months of motherhood. She's been a, yeah, she's been a stay-at-home mom for so long and I adore her so much for being a stay-at-home. And I was like, wow, she did it for so long. She even take care of us, me and my twin. How, imagine, you know, you know, taking care of twins by yourself. And I was like, and she's been a single mom because my father died when, uh, when I was 12 years old. So imagine her taking care of us while staying at home and while just, you know, um, uh, depending on, on, on her family. And I was like, well, it's not a bad thing because at least she's been, present for us, uh, with us for so long. She's been there for us, you know, in, for our entire life, you know? And I was like, okay, it's, uh, I mean, I, I think I also want it because I get how satisfying it is to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. But then I realized in the middle of my journey that I was just following her motherhood journey and I'm just, I'm not building my own journey, what I really want in my life. So there was just one night that I self, I, I do self-reflection and then I realized that, um, hey, Vicky, what do you really want to do with your life? You know, you're 26 years old and you have, you can do a lot of things and you've started so many small business, but then you really haven't pursued, you know, a single one, <laughs> you know, for a long time. So I was like, okay, so what do I really want to do with my life? So I took my time. That's the point. Like I took my time. I followed my intuition. I observed <laughs> things around me. I observed what's best for my son and for me and for my family. I communicated with my husband and I realized what I really wanted with my life and what really works for my family, which is amazing. And it's only, and, and, um, all from my deep intuition, which is 
Amazing. Yeah. So I, I agree with you when you say that follow your intuition, um, re, um, disregard what you see on Instagram and Facebook and social media. It's all bologna sandwiches anyways. Those are <laughs> seconds in, in somebody's life. Listen, they got the screaming kid. They've got the teething child that is just relentless. Mm-hmm. They've got aches and pains and they get colds too. So don't buy into that. Yeah. Those are moments we've all done it you know that that selfie with our friends <gasps> we were all sitting there going <gasps> the whole time we took a moment in that time yeah. so keep that in mind i want to go back to what you were saying about taking your time Mm-mm. i love that Mm-mm. from a personal uh, experience in the last very recent time i took an entire week i stopped going on the socials i just stopped And I took time to really reconnect and process emotions and process where I was and what I really wanted. By giving myself that time, I was able to be, because, you know, they say when you're looking for a new car, a new yellow car, suddenly you say yellow cars everywhere, same premise. When I was looking at what I wanted and I was looking for what it could be and different things, these things started popping up in my in my feed and around me because universe, the, the law of the universe, attraction, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. So giving yourself time is wonderful. However, make sure that you don't use that time and keep stretching it because you're afraid to actually jump. There is no perfect time to start a business. There is no perfect time to pull the trigger. Do what you need to do to feel reasonably comfortable. I mean, I started a business where I had an idea and and 20 minutes later I was getting on it. Like I've done that. (laughs) I'm a little impetuous that way. Other people need to have more planning, a little more background, a little more research. I didn't, and I did okay. So part of how I got here. So, you know, lessons learned. And remember that you're, if it doesn't work, it's not a failure. Mm-mm. It just means that idea didn't work or that way that you attack that idea didn't work. It's all right. Yeah. I, I saw a little picture the other day and it showed your journey to entrepreneurship. One went straight up and the other one went, and there you got that's what entrepreneurial journeys are like. And yeah, that's true. It is. They're crazy. It's, it's like the weirdest, most demented roller coaster, you know, twirling, crazy ride you've ever been on. And at the end, you go, I don't know how I did that. I know. Like when you go many nights without sleep, I don't know how I did that for you. Yeah. <laughs> like what you've said, I mean, you're going to face failures many times. Like what I've told you, when I when I became a mother and while I was taking care of my son, I thought about about different ideas of businesses and I've started some of it, you know, and it's a trial and error. Yes. I also read in it in a book, even motherhood is a trial and error when, yeah, uh, when you take a lip and try it, that's the only time that you know if you're going to be successful or not. And if you fail, that doesn't mean that it's it's not good because it's a learning experience, you know? Also from those failures, you may decide, you know what? I've tried it this way and it's just not working. Mm -mm. You're going to bring on that coach. You're going to go find that resource. You're going to, you know, 
get somebody, you're going to get that nanny in to help teach you how to, you know, they have maternity nannies and mm-hmm. they, they teach you how to start caring for your mm-hmm. child. It's okay to bumble along and pick your trial and error. Keep yourself open to that sometimes mm-hmm. you really should just get out there and go straight to the person who knows what they're doing. That's true. It's very helpful to know your network at the same time to know the people around you who could really help you. For example, uh, when I was a first time mom, like I was very confused. So I go to my mom, which is just next to me all the time because it was during pandemic lockdown. I was like, mommy, can you stay with me for like a couple of months, you know, (laughs) so you can teach me. And then, but I also don't want to burden her that much because she's already a senior citizen. And I was like, okay, mommy, you know, I want to give you, you know, your freedom. And because she took care of us, four of us. And I want her to also enjoy life whenever she wants it and just enjoy her time with my little one whenever she likes it. And I was like, Okay, so we we hired like a midwife during the first time because I had a surgery. So I mean, see a surgery, so I couldn't really um, walk around the house yet. And then that uh, mid midwife nurse or something like that from the hospital, she taught us how to, you know, um, uh, how to call that um, nurture the the my my baby, you know, take care of the wound or something like that. So yeah. it really helped us knowing the right people and when it comes to business okay going to the business being an entrepreneur if you know somebody who can help you you know jump start your business yeah go do for it. it you know do it yeah, yeah. know the right I, people mm. i've done it the long hard way don't do <laughs> it <laughs> don't yeah. do it hey because i started my business before the internet was even a thing yeah i'm that old it's okay so don't do it the way i did don't mm-hmm. try and think you have to do it yourself because it takes forever. And when there are people out there that can teach you how to set up that funnel, how to set up that email sequencing, who can teach you how to write your copy and really, you know, really attract those dream clients, yeah. get them, Mm-mm. do it, Mm-mm. find one that connects with you and your vision of how you feel and do it. Yeah. You will never regret doing it, but you will spend the rest of your life regretting that you didn't. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so it's like um, um, a mom, she's out there who have uh, are struggling with um, being a mother while having a business. You know, if you know somebody like Auntie Karina who can help you level up your business at the same time, level up your motherhood, then actually it's a good time for you to reach out to Auntie Karina. I'm not just saying this to, you know, to sell you out or something like that, but I'm just saying this as a, uh, as a, as in my experience because I've been like, you know, looking for people who, who can listen to me, who can tell me what to do, you know, to start off my career and to be a better mom. But, you know, nobody's there. In my generation, in my generation, all of my friends are not married yet and don't have kids yet. So I was like, okay, so I'm alone in this. So I go to Facebook, go to online community. I filter those people that I want to listen and then, you know, get inspiration from. And that's how I live my life as a first time mom in the early months of my life. And now that I met you, I met the people, I created this community, you know, I, I, I know what I want, which is building a positive 
um, thoughtful communities of mommies because that works for me. And that actually fuels my, my passion as a mom and as an entrepreneur. So, yeah. Yeah, I am a thousand percent on board. When you surround yourself with other women who are as passionate about their business as they are about their children, when you surround yourself with positive people, you filter out the negative Nellies and you surround yourself with people that are going to support you, encourage you, give you the odd little kick in the behind because now and again, a good scolding is in order, but to be able to really be there and keep you and help you fuel that, just that passion that you have, that, 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 what you want and are going through similar type things is a really good thing because you will become like the people you you surround yourself with. That's true. Agreed. My mother taught me that one. Thanks, mom. <laughs> My mom was one of the original mom and entrepreneurs. So when I was, mm. you know, 18, she had a grade nine education. She had three children and my dad walked out the door. So she had to make it work the way with nothing. There were wow. no supports. There was nothing in place. She had no access to anything but her own family and her grit. Yeah, she is a complete immigrant success story. I could go on for the next hour about wow. her. But she's amazing. <laughs> she's very strong. But she also modeled for me that there's nothing you can't do if you put your mind to it and you're willing to adapt and overcome. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to take those risks because she took her risks because she had the fear of not being able to provide her kids. Mm-hmm. I'm able to take the risk because I saw my mom doing that. And now I am more really quite comfortable taking those risks because I realize nothing really bad is going to happen. The worst that yes. happens is I look a little silly, which I laugh at myself all the time. So silly is my second name. And <laughs> that maybe I need to shift or maybe I'll bump into somebody that that thinks my crazy ideas is, is worth looking into. You never know. So please put aside your fear. The fear lives in between your ears, nowhere else. The only time you should truly be frightened is if there's like a grizzly bear in front of you, or there's some monster storm coming to suck you and your house away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nothing will hurt you, your body. Yeah. So breathe through it. Also, I think uh, to overcome your, your fear, you should know your purpose. Also, I've written it in my book, a mom she book, is knowing your purpose is very important because yes. you have to keep on coming back to that purpose when, whenever you feel down, whenever you feel huh? that you're going to fail, whenever you feel that, you know, uh, everything is not happening according to your plan. So when your purpose is to put food on the table, for example, like that, then you keep on going. If your purpose is for your self-improvement, improvement then you keep on going if your purpose is something else that i don't know now (laughs) and then you keep on going i mean it really depends on your life and what your purpose is you know Um, in in the multi-level marketing world they i i heard very often your why needs to be strong enough to make you cry Mm -mm. let's take that in context i don't necessarily think it needs to make you cry, but it needs to be your driving reason of why you get up with your day, of what's going to make you energized, it's going to make you want to do this, even if you don't feel like it. You know, like we're exactly. all supposed to work out regularly and we don't feel like it all the time. <laughs> there you got it. 
<laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. You have to have a reason for you to keep on going. So yeah, yeah. mine, my reason is uh, to do for me to, to set up a, a good example for my son. So I want to, I want my son to say that, oh, my mom is like this. I want to be like this, something like that. So I, I really want to be like that. You know, I want to be a model for him. So you will. You absolutely will. There's no question in my mind. You're already doing it. And if that if that's creating business like you're doing or like I have done, or whether your your wish is to just stay home, <laughs> and whether you just want to you want to stay at home, you're going to model that for your children and whatever. Like your mom stayed at home, my mom did until such time things changed and they had to pivot. They had no other choice. Yeah, we're now showing our children that they have choice, that their life is in their control. They can choose. They again, going back to when you're raising your children, when you give the boundaries and use those natural logical consequences. That's true. Funny how this always all works together. These three mm -hmm. points, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, you really have to set the right foundation because it you know, the basic ones are very important for you to set the right tone for your family and for your kids. Yeah. That's you don't start building a house with the proper foundation. Everything else you put on there is unstable and falls apart, just the way it is. Yeah. So think of it as you are building your house, your family house, mm -hmm. your business house, and you need the foundation to be strong and solid because everything after that will be fine. That's true. And I love... Uh, how you being flexible and I love you saying that we should give some choices we should know some choices and we're for very fortunate to have choices in life you know especially our kids you know it's very um powerful for us to give the choices for our kids even now mm -hmm. when I'm 14 years old hey you can choose whatever books you want like I'll lay the books here okay which yeah. books you want me to read for you today you know Giving them freedom to, to create their own decisions are very powerful. And I like that. I, I, it's something I teach. I talk about A and B choices where you're going to give your child, you can have uh, an egg or you can have toasted peanut butter for breakfast. Which do you like? Both are mom approved. You're firmly in charge, but you're allowing your child the experience and the practice of choice making. So not only are you modeling it, right? By your actions in your business and your home life. You're also teaching it to them actively. Genius. Do you think of how we can change the world by doing these simple things? Yeah. This is how change happens. Not usually one colossal big moment. It's these little things. And if we keep doing it, it gets bigger and bigger and more and more people do it. And we have a much happier, connected, uh, satisfied society. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Okay, for the last question that I have for you, Auntie Karina, before I let you go, before I let you eat your dinner, <laughs> what tips can you give to those new mom she's out there? You know, just life in general. As, as mom, motherhood as mom yeah. tips or as entrepreneurs? As mom she, yeah, as mom, yeah, as moms, yeah. Be patient. Give yourself the time and space that you need to grow into your new role as a mom, your new experience. Give yourself the time and grace to think about how you want this business to look together with you being a mother. Mm -hmm. Write things out. 
I was not one that liked writing, but write it out. When you write it out is more likely to happen. Write out that today I want to do one or two things that are a must do. Everything else is okay. Whether that be, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to write that one email to that client. Just one thing so you could, every day you feel successful. And the last thing is be kind and generous and loving to yourself. Your needs, yourself, your well-being of who you are is the most important thing. And I know the society doesn't say that. You must take care of you first. Like if you're in an airplane, what do they say? Put on your own air mask before you deal with anyone. If you take care of you and you make yourself a priority, your family and your business will thrive because you have all this to give. When you take care of you, you're able to be a more patient mom. Maybe you give yourself the gift of sleep, going to bed instead of scrolling. Yeah, because <laughs> there's just so much quiet time. You can finally watch that video. Give yourself that gift because you're nurturing you. You're going to be a calmer, more relaxed mom. You're going to be more focused and uh, more energetic. Yeah, yeah, efficient yeah, entrepreneur. Efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Productive. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, hell yeah. My brain is ready for a nap or bedtime. So really, those are the really the things. And just don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, that's true. Your kids are not going to remember whether you made happy faces out of their sandwiches or whether you just put the sandwich in front of them. That was kind of half honest. I promise you. Yeah. Promise. Make a design out of your food. Yeah, you don't have to be honest. I'm just honest. They're just going to be happy that they get to have it with you at the table while you're sitting at their little table with your knees up around your ears. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. Thank you for that, Auntie Karina. And thank you for your time, for being here and for sharing your expertise as a mom and entrepreneur. And for sure, I'm going to keep in mind that the three pillars that you said, especially the last one, which is, um, what is that? Uh, Falling through? Sorry. Follow through with follow natural through. And logical follow through. Yeah, logical process. Yeah, follow through. Yeah. That's my my um, my uh, favorite one because it actually gives you the flexibility to yeah. to customize and personalize your time. And also, one of the tips that I've written in my book is you do you staying at home or working are two different things. But both are super important tasks. You have to remember that, Mamshi. So as long as you're happy and as long as it works for you and your family, all is best. So there's no need to choose whether to make a life or make a living because you can do both. It's only a matter of planning, perspective, and scheduling. So Auntie Karina, would you want to tell our viewers on how they can keep in touch with you? I am very easy to find. I am on Facebook. All they have to do is click my name and ta-da! And I keep my, my inbox completely open. It is a safe space for you to come. It is a safe place for you to talk with me. I've actually created, like you said, you always want to be able to just access somebody. Mm-hmm. I actually make a subscription so that you can contact me for eight hours a day. I'm struggling with this. My child is doing that. I don't know what to do. So you can touch base with somebody that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it just makes your life so much easier. So yeah, done that. I've got that set up. So that's yeah. just for all the mom she's all those mompreneurs, because we need that support that's just on the fly. Yeah. 
again, you know, I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record when I say that support system is very important. So you have to build a support system that really works for you and your lifestyle. So awesome. So I'm going to put the links of uh, Auntie Karina's uh, page, Facebook page and website on the, on the description on YouTube and also on Spotify. So thank you so much once again, Ante Karina, for being here. And again, for our listeners and viewers, Go Mom She Book is now available on Amazon. Grab your copy now. <laughs> Bye-bye.